Welcome to True Story Sis, the show where we discuss and get real about stories of life, personal experiences, society, and self-love that many communities are talking about. I am your host, Naomi, and welcome to my podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to True Story Sis. So for today's episode, I'm going to be I'm going to be talking about well, as many of you guys can see, the confessions of the oldest sibling. So I am the oldest sibling out of four. Um many many of you may know that and many of you may not know that, but I am the oldest sibling and pretty much basically a sum of what this episode is going to be about are the challenges that us older siblings have to face, you know, now in the present and then what we are going to face in the future and basically what we've had to face in the past in the past that has made us into the individuals that we are today. And pretty much basically also what has been going on in my life as well that does reflect on you know my my life as an older sibling so it's just pretty much also clearing the air what has been going on because like I like I mentioned many of you do know that you know I could be private with my life um I am very oh I could be very open as well or I can be very in between especially what has happened recently in my life so I'm just here to clear the air on really what's been going on so I'm just going to get right into it. So pretty much what, you know, clearing the air and everything and all. Um, recently, uh, what was it on? It was, I think, a Friday, maybe like almost a week ago or over a week ago. It was the last week of June. Um, my mom had called me saying that, you know, she wasn't feeling good and she needed somebody to take her to the hospital and I, you know, for me, I just, I didn't think about it. Like, I didn't think anything of it. And I was just pretty much like, okay, like, you know, I and I had just gotten out of work. I was just chilling. And I don't live with my mom. I uh, live with my aunt in Fresno. So I was just pretty much like, okay, like, that's fine. Like, you know, and I live like almost an hour away. So it was just pretty much like, okay, like, that's fine. So it was maybe like eight, seven o'clock by the time I left Fresno. And then I drove all the way to my mom's house to take her to the hospital. And she wanted to go to the nearest hospital because of, you know, the whole COVID thing, you know, where most of the hospitals in Fresno are, you know, impacted with COVID patients. And, you know, it's all about COVID right now. So the nearest hospital that we went to, it was actually really um, empty and I was surprised, you know, it was, there wasn't really a lot of people and they took her in really quickly. And then, so basically I'm not going to get into it. Cause like I said, I'm very private, you know, with a lot of, when it comes to certain things. Um, but a short story, um, my mom, we, we pretty much didn't know if she was going to make it or not. Like as soon as I found out that, the doctor had said that it had to deal with her heart. I just shut down. 
pretty much I remember just just hearing that she wasn't coming home and I was just like what the like what the like what do you mean she's not coming home and I didn't understand what's going on my mom didn't understand what's going on you know she was just pretty shocked as well she didn't know she was gonna make it she was already like saying okay like you know if anything happens go here do this make sure you watch the kids tell them this and I was like hold up like who, who like what is going on you know like what is going on here and pretty much like just driving like all the way home I was just crying the way like I didn't know what was going on like you know pretty much like when you hear you're hurt from something like your arm your leg or really anything that you know I mean your body's important but you know there's certain functions of the body and certain parts of the body you know that can be fixed that you know like it, it, it'll be fixed right away you know and when it comes to like the heart or the brain you know that those are like probably the most vulnerable parts of your body because those are the main functioning parts you know of our anatomy you know because our brain makes us function it connects to the heart and the heart is what also makes us function so when it comes to that you know you're just scared and I know I was scared I was just like what the hell like what do you mean her heart you know we went in because she had a stomach ache and then to come out to find out that there's something wrong with her heart so I mean I was devastated I was heartbroken I was shocked I didn't know what was going on I was so confused I was emotional like anything everything you could think of and so the next day like I didn't even sleep that night and and on also on the same side she didn't want me to tell my siblings as well like they thought that she was okay that she, you know they just kept her there because they had to run more tests on her but you know me like I I didn't know what the hell was going on and I was like you know what do I do so then the next day um my both of my 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 mom's sisters well my aunts you know they were blowing up my phone just saying like what's going on with your mom and I had explained to them what was going on and then they had just had a, a phone call with my mom as well and she was telling them that she was getting transferred to a different hospital that was farther away and we everybody was just like shocked because we didn't know what was going on we weren't getting answers so right away it was it must have been like six seven in the morning you know I left with my aunt right away uh, all of my aunts left in their cars right away with my grandma and my grandpa my uncles as well you know we all went even though you know we couldn't enter the hospital you know just us being there gave us comfort you know because you know with the whole COVID thing as well it was so hard because it's not like we could have waited in the waiting room we could have just waited you know inside the hospital you know we we nobody they weren't letting none of us in there at all so for me like I was scared you know I was so scared I, I couldn't stop crying you know and then and at that too the doctors and the nurses weren't telling us anything they were just saying you know we'll keep in touch but I, I just kept blowing up their phones like what's going on with my mom like why why is she here what's wrong with her heart until maybe later on that day you know, they had said that, you know, her heart rate was really low. They couldn't find a way to, to for her heart rate to come back up. They gave her some type of medication where you're, it's supposed to help your heart rate, you know, increase. And that wasn't even working. Uh, she, she was there at the hospital for like at least five days. But uh, they were trying to do everything as possible as they could. They did ultrasounds. They did echoes. any Everything you could possibly think of. And, you know nothing was working so their last resort was surgery which was to 
placing a pacemaker and you know we I just heard surgery and I was like what like like she didn't even come in for this and you know you know for her to find out about this and them just telling me alone that she was borderline you know her heart rate was borderline that if anything else happens she will have a heart attack right now and they just didn't know how my mom was functioning they didn't they didn't know how she was even possibly like alive right now and just me hearing all of this information you know coming through it was just so like draining you know it was so emotional because it was like you know none of us knew what was going to happen if she was going to make it if she was not going to make it and I was already stressing about that and I was just trying to think positive for the most part because also you know I had my siblings with me and it was like you know, something did happen, I have to take care of them. I have to do everything that she would do. You know, I had to step in, which is something that older siblings have to do in situations like this. And I know many of you do know, and for those that who don't, mine and my mom's relationship was never the best. You know, we, we rarely saw eye to eye in certain situations, like we are the total complete opposite. And as soon as, you know, this happened, it's like reality set in and it was like a huge like reality check that, you know, that I excuse my language, but that I had to get my shit together and, you know, basically put on my big girl pants and to just suck it up and be the older sibling. And it's so sad, but we uh, us older siblings have to face a lot of situations like that because in that situation not only did I have to handle seeing everything that my mom was going through I also had to handle you know telling my siblings what was going on and on top of that to to explain to them in a way that they understood what was going on you know because of course everybody's different but for me I told each of my siblings what was going on in their way that all three of them could understand in their own way you know, and it's sad because I'm next in line after her. You know, if something happens, I have to take over because, you know, my mom is a single parent. We don't have that other parent to, to comfort us, to help us, to make sure that we're secure and to make sure that we're okay. You know, I'm, I am that other person. So, and I'm only 20 years old, you know, so it's, and and other siblings, I mean, not other siblings, but other people that are my age or even younger have to face these situations even more tragically or even, you know, at younger ages that, you know, in other situations that, you know, are, are way worse than what we went through, you know, and it's it's really hard. And, you know, I hope a lot of you could relate that, you know, because it was very, very emotional draining. I just... I didn't know what to do. I didn't know who to talk to. I didn't know what to think. I didn't know what to feel. And that's why, like, I just, you know, I I didn't want to, but I did post that on Snapchat that, you know, it was so fucked up. Excuse my language, but it was so, like, fucked up in a situation for her to be put in this. And, you know, you, that basically take care of your people, take care of your loved ones, or tell them you love them because you just, you never know. And that was the thing in my situation because you know, I thought my mom was fine. I thought she was okay. And then from one minute, you know, she was in the hospital, borderline having a heart, gonna have a heart attack and borderline, basically we didn't know if she was gonna make it to live or not. And that was the 
scariest part like I probably ever that that was one of many of the scariest things I've ever had to face in my life and I'm older you know so I felt more comfort you know like I know what to do I understand what's going on but you know like I said I don't wish this upon anybody this feeling because especially if you just have one parent because my mom is all who we have you know we don't have anybody else like yeah we have family members we have cousins I have my boyfriend you know his my in-laws but it's not the same you know it's it's not the same as having you know your parent there you know in your life and also as the older sibling you have to make sure that your younger siblings are okay you know you're basically that co-parent raising them as well so whatever happens to them you know of course it affects you you know and you know just clearing the air with that you know because I know a lot of people were like oh like you know hopefully she doesn't have COVID and she she got tested for COVID twice in there uh she said it was horrible but she did not have COVID that's basically what was going on with her um and you know now she's okay you know she got that pacemaker inside of her and her heart rate went from 25 all the way up to 80 and it was just excuse me but it was just crazy how how everything just happened so fast and how you know this is what it took for her for her heart rate to to be working again and to be beating again and to you know just for it to just function normally rather than before and you know it just it was a really really big reality check you know that even though our relationship our relationship was the way you know it was and like I said it wasn't the best but it just it changed my perspective on a lot of things and you know, even through this week and these past weeks, I've seen so many people show their true colors and so much love and appreciation. But also, you know, they do. It is true. They say in times like this, you really see who is there for you and who is not there for you, who is real with you and who wasn't. And it just it, even the closest people to me, it showed me so much. And it's like. It was, like, God's way or whoever's way of telling me, you know, like, get your get your shit together and, you know, start seeing your surroundings, start seeing the people you surround yourself with and, you know, see the important things in life that you have to do that are very important. And that's why I was just basically, like, it just... it it really took me away emotionally and that's why it's just it was so hard to process and even now you know I'm taking care of my mom you know making sure my siblings eat and everything's clean and they have washed clothes and stuff but it's like all of this this time that I have it's like I'm thinking so much into you know how my life was before this happened with my mom and you know pretty pretty much like I said, this is some a challenge that I've had to face. And I know many of you that have had to face ever in your life. And I, I do. I really appreciate all of the stuff that has been going on. Um, all the messages that I have been getting and all the messages that I have been receiving and everything. And I really do. I appreciate it so much. And I, I'm like, I'm very, very, very grateful of all the people that have been there for me and all the people that I've came in in my life that even 
even some of the people that I haven't even talked to have came forward and, you know, showed me their appreciation and everything because it, I think a lot of people knew that, you know, this is, she is all we have. She is all who we have. And just, you know, pretty much it was a scary situation that I don't wish even upon my worst enemy in life, you know, because losing, I, I mean, I've lost a parent, not, not by death, but I've lost a parent at a very young age where he decided he didn't want to be in mine and my sibling's life anymore. And I was old enough to understand why. And, you know, for us to just lose the other parent that was there for, that fought for us, that did everything for us, you know, put her, like, sacrificed her life basically for us. And for us to just see that that was going on, it was so scary. It was just it's anybody in any situation like that, you borderline losing a parent, lost a parent, whatever. It's always going to be a sad and scary situation. And I cannot be thankful more, more than more than thankful enough for the people that stepped in and just basically showed me their appreciation for my mom. And like I said before, this is a challenge that a lot of siblings, older siblings have to face, you know, where you basically have to put those big boy or big girl pants on and basically just step in and you know you have to put it, it it's really sad it is really sad you know because you have to put your feelings aside your emotions and whatever you're going through and you just step in in this situation like right now I've had to do that, which is why I just feel like I'm going through it, even though it, it doesn't have to do with me. But it's just pretty much like I've had to put everything to my about myself aside and to make sure that my mom is okay. I'm not saying that what like it's a bad thing. It's not. But really, you know, you have to learn how to also take care of yourself as well, because it's it could take a toll on you. And it did take a toll on me for these past weeks. And I think these past days i realized that you know what um i need to take care of myself and i need to make sure that i am also okay you know because that that's like my main thing though if somebody's going through something you always have to make sure that also you know the victims and those other people on the outside are okay as well because you don't know how how they're feeling ever and like i said before it's these situations that the oldest siblings have to face. And I mean, it doesn't only have to be the oldest sibling. It could also be the middle child. It could be the youngest child. But pretty much the oldest child are the ones that, you know, they're that extra parent. They're that extra guardian. They're the extra everything because they're the next in line. And that's just reality. And it's the sad reality that the oldest sibling has to go and see everything. And which is why... You know, it is known that the oldest sibling grows up at a young age. Like, I've seen, like, this situation, I feel like I handled it very well because I've been through so much as an older sibling where I've had to see stuff that I didn't want to see at a young age. And for me to see this, you know, of course, I felt emotional and I felt like it was something that, you know, nobody's ever prepared for. But... You, I just had to, I had to just step in and put everything aside and just make sure that everybody was okay, and I came last. And a lot of, a lot of people tend to do that. 
Uh, and a lot of people don't actually tend to do that. And it's something that I just feel like it's not talked about, you know, for the oldest sibling that we go through so much and a lot of people don't realize that, oh, it's so it's okay. Like, they're just, like, they're fine. You know, they have to. They're, they're obligated to do whatever you know they're asked to do because they're the older sibling they have to they have to watch the 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 younger people and i mean the youngest the youngest siblings after them and everything and it's just now that i'm older and i see that and it just surprises me not surprises me but it shocks me how many other people go through the same thing that i've gone through you know even at a young age I had to, or or I'll compare myself to my youngest sibling, where uh, age 11, pretty much, or age 11, 10, 12 was the stage where I grew up really at a young age and where I had to walk all of my siblings to school because my mom had to go work. So I had to make sure that one had to get to school all the way across town and then the other one was like in the middle of town and then I had to walk all the way to school which was on the other side of town and you know that was at a young age even though it might not be something but I mean any other parent now would be like no like I'm not gonna send my kid with all the you know in just situations like that you know any parent would be like I'm not gonna send my my my, my kid to school like that I'll drive them that's fine but for us like we only had one parent so we had a make do with what we had with what we got and now that we're not in a situation like that anymore the youngest sibling gets taken to school every day and everything not saying it's a bad thing like I said I'm comparing myself to my sibling so excuse me um but like in situations like that or even like especially in the Hispanic culture with going out like I wasn't allowed to really go anywhere bring people over really much any of that and the younger siblings they get to have more freedom as I should say so the oldest siblings are pretty much like the trial run you know of how it's gonna be and how it's gonna go because I was not the best um individual or child you can say growing up in my high school years I do, I w- I'll say I wasn't the best role model for anybody I'll just put it that way and now that I have my younger siblings they get to pretty much get away with what I couldn't do which for me I don't envy you know for me I'm just like yeah like go for it like whatever like or I'll give them advice but it just goes to show that basically we are also that trial run not like with their other other siblings but also you know with our parents as well you know because we are the first and they're the ones and you know they were the ones where we made them the parents like you know first time parents first time mom first time dad and whatever but you know it's these challenges they're just it's just crazy how life works in that way and you know like pretty much like in our past and which is why i just think the the oldest siblings they do they learn everything so quickly they're adaptable they are very good listeners they like I said they they adapt to pretty much everything and for me that's how I feel you know in any situation I was put in a situation where I wasn't comfortable or I wasn't ready for and all my mom would say was like well you need you're gonna learn 
you're gonna learn today basically so i learned in that situation without no help without any guidance or like whatever it was just my mom's word you're gonna you're gonna learn today and with my younger siblings i give them that advice like you know don't do this and don't do that and i learned the hard way you'll be able to learn it the easy way you know in certain situations like that and sometimes you know i crave that where it's like i wish i had you know an older sibling to tell me that so i wouldn't have gone through this situation or that situation you know and which is why you know i have respect for all the older siblings that you know have gone through a lot or go through a lot every day and that you're not forgotten you know because sometimes we do feel like that that we're the forgotten ones and you know they always say like the middle child and everything but <laughs> to me i just feel like that's not true <laughs> you know because the middle child is just there you know but um pretty much you know that the oldest siblings you guys are not forgotten we we are all here for each other basically and it's you know it's it's a really hard life it's okay to feel emotional you know don't bottle up your feelings if you have that older like for me i know when i had a and i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna put a filter but i had a a little mental breakdown during when all of this was going on with my mom you know like i said that you know i had to make sure my siblings were okay how to make sure everything was clean how to make sure everybody had clothes you know they had responsibilities i had to make sure they got there i had to go take them and this and that and then on top of that making sure my mom's okay she has this and she has that and then at the same time people were just you know constantly calling me and hitting me up you know and which i have nothing against but you know it could be overwhelming you know because everybody wants to know everybody wants to know what happened if my mom's okay and you know just giving me like their appreciation which i i, I totally love that and at the same time with family members just constantly being there all the time you know telling me okay make sure that they do this make sure that they do that make sure that you have to do this and make sure that you know this gets done and it's never like are you okay like how are you feeling you know and as i had this mental breakdown by myself when i was here at the house by myself or or i think in the car i was driving somewhere i think and I just shut down like I just shut down because it's like I felt so overwhelmed I didn't know what was going on I didn't know what to do because it's like I put my life on hold to help everybody else which of course regardless though we all have to do that in any situation but it's okay to feel that you know you're overwhelmed and you're depressed and you know like the feelings that you felt and I felt like I had all of the feelings and everything that was going on with my mom because I couldn't tell anybody because the focus was on my mom. It wasn't about me. It was about my mom, of course, and making sure that my siblings were okay. So as I had this mental breakdown, I had called one of my sister-in-laws because like that too, um, my boyfriend is the youngest sibling. So me and him, we butt heads a lot with, you know, how we think and how we feel. So it's kind of, it's a challenging situation as well but he has older siblings that i look up to especially his sisters and um i had actually called one of them just you know just crying and basically expressing how i felt about everything which you know i very i was actually very grateful for because you know i a lot of you know at least i can say i have that and a lot of people i know that you know 
they don't have that but i'm so grateful enough that i do because i felt better afterwards i felt better just expressing myself and just basically how i felt about everything and i just felt like somebody did care i felt like somebody was there for me and i just felt loved in a way i guess you can say like somebody was there for me and wanted to make sure that i was okay in a way and just you know and even in the future the challenges that we all have to face that well there's really nothing in the future to to face but you know as the we all get older you know we take all of the things that we went through as a child as a teenager and as a um as a young adult we take that into our adulthood as you know first time parents not parents even into our work we take that whatever we learned and we adapt like i said we're very adaptable which many people may say they may not or or adaptable but just basically the skills that you developed as the oldest sibling and you're taking that into your adulthood for me which in a way I was thankful for and I am thankful for everything that I went through as a child it made me into the woman that I am today you know because you know as as fucked up as messed up my childhood may have been and the challenges that I've had to face that you know that many siblings uh children teenagers young adults don't have to face but some of us do have to face it's sad but these are obstacles that we have to overcome in order to face other obstacles in our future if that makes sense and we take that on with us because it's like if i face another you know challenge or obstacle in my future i'll be able to handle it which is why i felt like i did handle this situation very well because of what i went through in my past and i said okay you know what and this is always what i constantly tell myself is that i went through worse you know and it's okay like you know this is nothing you know i'll be able to do it it's fine i'll take on this challenge i don't mind you know and i did that which is why i felt like i handled the situation and a, and a lot of people did I did get that a lot where especially for my family member saying that you know you you handled it really well like you know how did your how did you do it and basically you know I don't have anything to say but it's just like well you know it's it's just pretty much you know having understanding communication and pretty much all of those things but I'm not just going to say like oh like my childhood was traumatic you know it set me up to have a a good adulthood no it's just pretty much how to adapt from your past situations onto your future if that makes sense which i'm not bashing like the younger siblings and middle siblings no i'm just saying that a lot of the middle and younger siblings do have it easy because the older siblings you know they're that that next role model they help them in situations and you know and if a lot of you middle middle children or young children siblings whatever you want to label yourself are listening right now listen to your older siblings if 
they are trying to help you because i know i also get this a lot especially with my boyfriend when the older siblings are trying to tell you something it's for a reason because i know i do this a lot with my siblings where i i'm trying to help them in a situation that they could prevent or they could you know kind of like work their rare work their way around it and everything and they're just like oh like you're being annoying like oh like i don't want to listen to you like oh like yeah here comes uh naomi and her her like college education degree like thinking she's a doctor like no like it's not even about that it's just about you know where we can help the younger siblings not go through what we went through you know because i in any situation i'd give my life for my siblings i would take anything for them like no matter what you know but also i know on the other hand many of you may not have that relationship with your siblings but it's okay to to you know develop that or to you know have good communication with each other because like i said in a situation that i went through you just never know what's going to happen and also another thing that happened with my siblings that i saw was that you know my the youngest ones like they panicked they pretty much panicked and were kind of like showing their emotions off of anger so trying to basically like leaning off against each other and something i was just it just hit in me when i talked to all of them was just like we all have to be in this together we all have to just make the best of it and you know never leave each other and if anything happens you know we all always have to be there for each other and my mother has always said that as well you know if something happens to me i never want all of you guys to be separated or to forget about each other you know you guys always have to love and care for each other which is why i know a lot of people never understood why you know regardless of what the relationship is with my mom and my siblings i was always there for them no matter no matter what because i struggled with them these were the people that you know made me into the to the woman i am today into the person i am today and of course, you know, I struggled with them, you know, at a very young age where, you know, where something happens, it's like, I feel like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's something that is unexplainable where I just, I can't leave them if anything happens because like many of you may not know, but like just struggling, it could mean from anything and for us, you know, anything from struggling where we had no place to go at one point we were living in my mom's car at one point um sharing one meal with each other um you know just really you know just really going through the struggle and a lot of you a lot of you may have not known that but just going through the struggle really you know it it humbles you i guess i could say that it humbles you so like I said, regardless of what my mom's my what my mine and my mom's relationship was and my relationship with my siblings was, it was like I just shut down. Like just shut not shut down, but basically like we were all just like on the same page at that point. Like it didn't matter. You know, I just need my siblings and my mom and that's it. I don't need nobody else. Because, you know, we struggled together, we went through so much together and it's like if I'm not there for them, it's like I I disappointed them or I let them down or I failed them. If many of you, if many of you understand where I'm coming from, but like I said, it's unexplainable. But 
that's why I was there and a lot of people and that's why my relationship is the way it is with my siblings like me and my sister could have had a fight and then say the next day she had to go to the hospital I was then and there it's just something unexplainable that a lot of us siblings we we can't understand and especially if you struggled with them as well you know it's even more love there where you just you can't leave them alone like that's how I feel but like I said you know it's just many 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 challenges that we all have had to face and this was one that really changed my life and perspective on everything I can say that that 2020 has been something very very crazy and unexplainable every day every day that's going by but just pretty much you know going pretty much just keeping your head up that's all I can say and also for my oldest siblings out there you know keep your head up every day make the best of it as well and another thing it's okay to to be selfish once in a while to take that time out for yourself to you know feel okay express your emotions express your feelings even if it doesn't have to be your siblings express it to other people that you may feel comfortable with it's okay like you don't have to just suck it up and give a good impression or be a good role model for your younger siblings it doesn't always have to be like that if you constantly just show your younger siblings that is it you have to always be perfect or it's just perfection always you're wrong because if we don't if we don't show the our younger siblings or even this younger generation that is it is okay to make mistakes it is okay because for whatever reason it is okay to to mess up it is okay to to cry it is okay to show emotions it it is okay to be happy it is okay to do whatever you want with your life because you are your own self it is okay the more we show that i think the more that this generation will break a lot of these traditional uh, traditional cycles that i have mentioned before and and also as well you know they'll see that you know the more real you are the more they'll also respect you as your own self and your own person which is why i feel like i respect a lot of people that you know are straightforward with me and just tell me how it is you know and which is how I try to be as possible with my siblings you know that it is okay you don't have to follow all of these cycles that run in the family it is okay to not follow a lot of what society says as well it is okay to be your own person because at the end of the day you are your own person you this is your life and you have total control over it and nobody else does and that is something that i've had to learn the hard way especially when i am in the position where i have to play the oldest sibling which is i know something a lot of people have to face every day every day no matter where no matter what age no matter what gender no matter what race it runs everywhere everywhere it runs and especially if you're that sibling that gives high expectations to your parents and they expect it from the younger ones it is okay to mess up like I said before because that is also something that I think 
the middle and the younger siblings have to face as well. Whatever the oldest sibling does, the youngest must do. That it it is not work that way, and it should not work that way because, like I mentioned, everybody is different and everybody is their own person, and that is what makes us all unique and very beautiful, on the outside and the inside. But. You know, it's just, it's really hard. And at the same time, you know, make the best of it. And I know I make the best of it as well. It's just, it's something that, like I mentioned, it's reality. We have to face it every day. It happens every day. But so this is pretty much all that I have for this episode and there is more to come so if you really liked what this episode was about you i am very open to listening to feedback very much listening to what you guys want to listen to more so stay tuned and there are more episodes to come all right y'all well Thank you for listening to True Story Sis and stay tuned for more episodes to come.